Samantha Taylor, a former girlfriend of Oscar Pistorius, testifying under cross-examination from the defence advocate Barry Rue. We will go back there in a moment. I do want to get a view, though, from advocate Manny Witz. He's a criminal lawyer on the line from Johannesburg. Manny, good afternoon to you. Thank you for listening to that for us over the last few minutes. On the one side, we have the testimony. It seems fairly clear that Samantha Taylor has a good recollection, or a vaguely clear recollection at least, of what happened on that day, and yet... She also seems to have difficulty with some of the details. What kind of impression do you think she's making on the judge? Uh, afternoon to the listeners, afternoon to you. It's very, very difficult to say. You know, I'm not following it, I'm not watching it. I just heard the last few minutes of that particular cross-examination. I don't know what she said in her evidence in chief. But as far as I understand from the little bit that I heard, she's been asked to relate and recount the events that took place in the afternoon and apparently when uh, Mr. Pistorius allegedly fired a shot through the open sunroof. So it's quite simple factual evidence that she's being asked to give. And it seems that when she's being asked to uh, uh, test her powers of recollection and her powers of observation, it seems that she's having certain difficulties with the questioning in regards to whether he was angry and at what stage he was angry, whether he laughed, whether he joked. But I think her last answer that she gave, in essence, really summed it up. She said he was angry when the police stopped them. He was irritated after that. He fired the shot after talking about shooting possibly at a robot. And after the shot was fired, he seemed to find it amusing and he laughed. So I think in essence, she's given her answer. And it's very simple. It's either him that fired the shot through the open sunroof or not. And whether or not that's a contravention of Section 120, subsection T of the Firearms Control Act of 2000, that's really what it will turn on. Or whether or not he had a reason to fire the shot or whether or not he denies firing the shot. That's actually quite straightforward. There's no magic in it. Advocate, I do want you to also listen to this particular piece. This is a piece of of testimony that was given slightly earlier during her uh, examination in chief. She was taking questions, this is Samantha Taylor taking questions from Kheri Nell about the end of her relationship with Oscar Pistorius. Mm -hmm. You said that Oscar screamed at at you. Yes. Is it one occasion or more? On more occasions, my lady. Were you present when he screamed and shouted at, at other people? Yes, I was, my lady. Uh, that would include who? That would include my sister, my best friend, um, a friend, a, another friend of ours. His name? Um, his best friend, Alex. Alex, yeah. Yeah. And um, during those occasions, Could you confuse the screams for that of a woman? No. Now, this relationship, how did it end? Now, finally end. Finally? At the end? Yeah, at the end. Um, He cheated on me with Reva Stiankan. Well, that's that's the evidence there from Samantha Taylor. Advocate Witz, you heard that. She said there that this relationship ended, in her words, because he cheated on me with Reva Steenkamp. Will the defense try and use that and claim that she is having an agenda by giving this evidence, that this could not be a neutral witness because of how their relationship ended? Um, look, they could use it, but then they would actually have to put it to in cross-examination and say the reason that you're giving this evidence, I actually put it to you, is because you've either got some vendetta or you want some revenge or you're angry or you're jolted. And as we all know, hell has no fury like a woman's scorn, and that's why you're either making it up or alleging this about my client. But then you have to put it to the witness to give the witness an opportunity to answer it. But it seems to me that she's really just giving straight, simple, factual evidence 
in regards to um, her relationship, etc. And in regards to the question that was put to her about his voice, whether or not when he screams it sounds like a man or a woman, because this seems to be becoming quite a bone of contention in this particular matter. I think the real question there would be simply, um, in what circumstances he screamed? Was it in anger? Was it in fright? Was it in pain? There's all different types of screams, or was he perhaps in fear of his life and he screams differently and sounds differently? So I don't know what she would answer on that. I don't know if she's ever seen him in a situation where maybe his life might have been threatened or in danger. There might be different sounds that are uttered and different interpretations of what the actual scream sounded like. Do you think, Advocate, I mean, it it may seem completely imaginary or unbelievable to imagine, but are we going to have to have a situation where Oscar Bastorius is going to be asked to scream in court here? The scream issue is becoming really quite important. Um, look, I don't know. How, I don't, look, first of all, you, the, what the viewers, have, the, the listeners have to know, I don't know whether or not he's going to give evidence in this particular matter. It all depends what the state's case looks like at the end and whether he, his defence decides to call him to give evidence on his own behalf. You can't naturally assume that he will be called to the witness box because only his defence counsel can call him to the witness box to give evidence in his own defence. Sometimes tactically, sometimes if there's no, not sufficient evidence, and sometimes you make a decision that you'd rather close your case and either call other witnesses and not call your own client because you don't believe the state have made out a case. So if you take the best scenario um, that I think everybody wants to hear what he's got to say and he does get called, um, you don't know what uh, Advocate Harry Nell will do. I don't know how they will test it. I think I heard something yesterday just in the uh, summing up that there is some acoustics or uh, some audiologists, et cetera, who've done various tests on decibels, et cetera. So obviously that would come out in the form of expert evidence, and the court would then have to decide what weight they put to it. But uh, that would be up to Harry Nell if he actually gives the evidence to deal with. I don't know how he would deal with that. Advocate Manny Vitz, thank you very much indeed.